Welcome back to Kid Tested. Mother approved. I'm the Kid Ruben. I'm the Mom Dawn, and hello. Hi. <laughs> I was going to say something, but then you started looking at me, so I was like, oh, I'm not supposed to talk now. No, you can talk. Hey, your movie was fine, right? Cool, great. My movie's good, too. Hamilton came out this week. Hamilton did come out this oh week. Oh, my gosh. Hamilton. So. We normally do this at the end, but it's Hamilton. It, well, yeah, and I just kept saying to you, okay, I want to see this because, you know, and still in the city, they're charging $100 a ticket, <laughs> and I am a cheapskate. Here's the thing. Yes. This is called, like, they call it the Hamill film, okay, which I think is a weird word, cause it, but it's the filmed version of Hamilton, the Broadway musical. Yes. You don't know what Hamilton is, a Broadway musical. It's very big. It's very popular. With? Lin-Manuel Miranda. I'm sorry, what was his name? Oh, don't even. You pointed at me because you can't say it. You say it. No, no, no. You know what? I got it wrong, Mom. Go ahead and say his name. No, you're you're shaking your head. Just I can't. It. Just say it. No, because I always mix it up. Yeah, just try it. No, because I you forget wanna the... Call, you want to call me out? Let's do it. <laughs> no, because you glooped it together. Yeah, so do it. Uh, no, I don't know his name. Try. No, because I always miss a part. Just say it. What do you think Lin-Manuel something-something. <laughs> oh, you got his first name, right? I know, but I don't know. Lin-Manuel Miranda. That's the Miranda part I always forget. Yeah, Lin-Manuel Miranda. He created and wrote it and did all that. Right. Um, So I was watching a bunch of stuff about it. Okay. they even, at the time that they filmed this, the guy who played King George was not in it anymore. Oh, okay. But he came back for a little bit. They didn't, like, also, you know, for this. So it's the original Broadway cast. But he wasn't King George at the time. And the guy who was playing King George is like, oh, yeah, no, no, no. Let him come back. So you film the original Broadway cast. Nice. Um. But also, we're going to get a movie within the next five years, and I'm calling it right now. Because but we just had a movie. No, no, no. But that's that's a recorded version of the stage production. I think we're going to get a movie movie. I think we're going to get Hamilton. Because just like Newsies, right? There's Newsies the movie, and then there's Newsies, Newsies the Broadway show. Or just like Jersey Boys, right? Yes. I think we are going to get Hamilton the movie in the next five years because I've been l- reading about this for forever. It's been on the Wikipedia for a while. That in 2017, Lynn was like, yeah, there's a script written. We're ready, but we want to wait until everyone has already seen it. Like, so so everyone has had a chance to see the Broadway production. Well, that was in 2017. They had already filmed this, which means he knew this was coming. Huh. Which means that the movie is probably going to be within the next five years. Well, I really like him. This show is good. It's pretty good. Like it, I mean, we're not going to go into detail about it because no, watch it for yourself. It's two and a half. It's almost three hours, but it's good. It's a good. It's a play. So a musical. I was going to say, and there's not a whole lot of talking. So there's if, one line of talking. Yeah. So if you do not like musicals that are all music and no words, you're not going to mm. like this. You and also might want to have the words on. The subtitles. Yeah. Or the closed captioning. Yeah, because Be- it's fast. Yeah, it's very fast. This. I was watching another thing that said if this the words per minute on the songs on this is almost is insane to most other Broadway shows. And if this had the words per minute that other shows did, it would be a four to six hour production. Wow. Because it's just every song there. There's at one point David Diggs says 17 words in a like it's like 17 words in a minute. Like it's a very not maybe in a minute. Maybe a second, but he's just like, like, and you can totally understand it, but it's insane. It's really good. It's a great one. I mean, there's there's some parts I didn't like, but the music is you catchy. Cried. I did cry. Wah. But I mean, you're supposed to. It's emotional. You didn't cry, and you're more I, of a soft heart than I, I am. Oh, okay. I was making fun of you for crying. Then when you weren't looking, I was wiping my tears away. <laughs> 
So yeah. And what's even better mm-hmm. is it's on Disney Plus. Yeah. You know what I was thinking? What? I was thinking we're pretty big Disney people. Yeah. I didn't realize we were. What do you mean? Well, so like the movies for this next week. Yeah. The ones I was looking at were like all Disney. I'm well, like, I mean, yeah. But I'm just, I didn't realize that we were such like, well, I knew you we You didn't were, realize? Of course we are. Well, I just didn't realize how much we were or how much I was. Are you kidding me? I know. That's like your whole thing. I know, but I didn't realize that. I kind of have just like, I'm just Disney. Sorry, I'm boring. That's no, not boring. It's fun. Sometimes. Because you know what that means is we go, hey, Disney Corporation, hire us. Oh, there you put go. Us, put us in the show. Or be a sponsor of us. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, that's what they want. Disney, Here, yeah. Yeah, they need our advertising. Yes, they do. Because we're great. Yeah. We we should have mentioned this since episode one. We have been paid by the Disney Corporation. <laughs> yeah, no way. Wouldn't we like that? That would be nice. There's no way. Um, if you've never listened to the podcast before, Contested Mother Proved is a weekly podcast for each week. We pick a theme or a theme is given us, and then we pick a movie for each other to watch based on that theme. Eat it. I got through it. <laughs> don't say that. That's naughty. That's not naughty. It's what just, does that mean? I don't know, but... Eat it. Okay. It's like eat my shorts, like Bar Simpson. That's not naughty. Well, why, would you, why would you want to eat someone's underwear? I didn't say, whoa, hold on. <laughs> you said eat my shorts. I'm currently wearing shorts. These aren't underwear. Oh, okay. I thought Bart's... Shorts is not underwear. Okay. Anyway. He's a little boy. He's, well, he's not Who very nice. shorts? Right. Who has never aged and how long has it been well, on? They, they do. They reference that a lot. They, yeah. There are episodes of him as an adult, quote unquote, and those episodes never come to be because he never grows up. Exactly. All right. Yeah. So our theme this week. Yes. Was Christmas in July. Christmas in July. It was Christmas specials. Right. Christmas TV specials. Yes. And I gave you a Charlie Brown Christmas. Yes. This is probably the shortest movie we've ever done on the show. There was one I was going to pick for next week, and it was 22 minutes, and I thought you'd kick my booty for 22 minutes. Well, that's interesting, because we'll talk about that, because how do you do that story? Whatever. We'll talk about that. Okay. You gave me Charlie Brown Christmas. Yes. Do, 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 it's Charlie Brown oh, Christmas. Oh, no, that's Doug. That's Charlie Brown. No, you were saying Charlie Brown. You were going, do, 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 Yeah, I was. Yeah, that's Charlie Brown. Okay, sorry. Doug is do, 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 Yeah. Sorry. I'm a little tired. Yeah, no kidding. Um, No, Charlie Brown Christmas is 30 minutes? Yes. There's max. There's no way it's more than 30 minutes. So Charlie Brown Christmas is where, so it's Charlie Brown, and he feels so sad because he doesn't really get he doesn't really feel like anything for Christmas. Right. He just doesn't feel that people care. People only care about the materi- material aspects of Christmas. And I tell you what, I swear I thought this was longer. It ended and I was like, isn't there another half to this? Nope. No. There's, okay. So Charlie Brown does not feel the Christmas spirit. He no. just feels that everyone cares about the material. Nobody cares about anything, just themselves. And Linus is like, yeah, you're Kind of ruining Christmas, dude. <laughs> but like, all right, I guess. So they like doodle, 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 and they walk away. And then he goes to Lucy, the psychiatrist. Yes. And he's like, hey, uh, no one cares about Christmas. And she's like, this won't be an answer, but you're the new director of our Christmas play. Right. Okay. And we see 
everyone get their roles and like Snoopy plays all the animals and Charlie Brown's a director and Linus is a shepherd and blah, 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 blah. Which is so cute because Linus has a blanket and he he puts his little blanket. Yeah, he's like something about you're a shepherd and he throws the blanket and it makes a perfect little shepherd hat. Yeah. Here's my problem. We never see the play. In my mind, we saw the play. I could have sworn that we see the whole thing happen. Not really. It doesn't. No. They start, they, they're going to do the play, and they're, gonna talk, they're talking about getting ready for the play. And Charlie Brown goes and gets this tree that sucks. And I know, but it's, but, but it's natural, and it's real, and it's not a metallic giant tree yes, like Lucy wanted him to get. It's kind of the Charlie Brown of trees, because all these other trees are fake and metal. And literally, one of them, I think it's Linus, knocks on the tree. And it's like, doom, doom, doom. Like it's like it's a it's metal, right? And they're like, we don't want like we don't want this. And Charlie Brown finds this twig, <laughs> and he's like, there it is. There's there's the stick. This is the one I want, right? And uh, and even his dog, Snoopy, wins first place in the the cash prize decorate your house contest or something. Yes. So then, uh, they bring this tree, and then everyone's like, "You ruined Christmas, Charlie Brown." Yeah, it's like, can't you even pick something out? Can't you do anything right, you dumb idiot? And they're like, "You pretty suck. Much they, you yeah. suck." And then they they pretty much run him out. Kind of, but the funniest thing is, we were kind of chuckling because that tree changed so much. Oh, the tree changes so much. It I, like turns, yes. and then it turns this way, and then it has like two. D- pine yeah. needles on it and then it has a bunch and at the end it's like the fattest fullest little tree well, yeah, ever because all the other kids are like charlie brown was right we're all garbage and they like wave their hands around on the tree and then the tree becomes a full tree right and yeah. they're like uh cool so my favorite thing about that is we even notice this too okay throughout the whole movie pretty much every character gets named like, right they're like franklin and redhead girl i don't remember her name but she like Re- they reference her. They reference everybody. Right. So there are two. Ki- there are three. It's three of them, right? Right. Three kids dancing. Right. That never show up, except when they're dancing. Right. And then at the very end, and you're like, wait, who are those kids? Well, I think even the three didn't even show up in the dancing. It was like all of a sudden well, they... the twin, the, the twin oh, girl, that's the one right. that's going like this. She's like flopping her head around. Right. And then the boy's the Frankenstein runner. Right. Okay. You know what I think is funny, and this is probably just like a stupid word thing. There's a dance called the Charlie Brown. Okay. Except Charlie Brown isn't any of those kids. And there's like 30 dances going on. How did they pick one to be the quote unquote Charlie Brown? And why not just call it the Peanuts? Why are you laughing? I don't know because I don't know. I actually had a different thought. So I don't know. I've never even heard the Charlie Brown. It's like a dude, the Charlie Brown. Oh, is it? But is it that Charlie Brown, or is it something different? Oh, you're right. It's Charlie Brown, the accountant, who came out with a cool dance. No, like, you Look just at my little hip wiggle. There you go. I don't. What I don't you, what know. What were you thinking? No, actually, what I was thinking as you were talking is Peppermint Patty's not in this. I think this is before her and Marcy. Marcy, because her Marcy rerun. A couple of the other characters are later additions. Got it. Um, Franklin's not in it, if I believe. Okay, I is thought Franklin you said Franklin. In, I might have said Franklin, but I don't know if Franklin's actually in it. Okay, Pigpen's Pig my Pen, favorite. Pigpen is in it, and Pigpen plays a crucial role. Like, he has a lot of talking lines. Yeah, I don't think Franklin is there. Okay. He might be. I don't remember. But there are definitely characters that were introduced later in the Peanuts canon okay. that are not in this one. Yeah, because I like Peppermint Patty because she calls him Chuck. I always thought they were related. Are they not related? No, because she has a huge crush on him. Does she? Yes. I really thought they were cousins. No. 
Is it anyone besides Sally related to Charlie Brown? No. Are you sure? Yep. Marcy's not his cousin? Nope. I swear one of them was his cousin. No. Yeah, you know who else isn't in this one? Huh. Wah, 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 the teachers, wah, right, wah. which I thought There's they no would. adults in this one. Right. Because it's not just the teachers. Because Charlie Brown talks like his mom or store clerks, and it's like, wah, 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 wah. I love that a teach like like they're in charge of putting this production on, uh huh, and it's like actual children are in charge of putting it on, and like all the adults are like, no, they got it. Yeah, it's cute. Because who's running the lights? Because remember when Linus is like, I know Charlie Brown, and he walks out and says, he's like, lights please. Right? Who's he talking to? Who's he talking to? Is there an adult there? That's like these kids will figure it out. (laughs) I know it's cute. It's fun. Yeah. It's Charlie Brown. I mean, Charlie Brown is genuinely, generally non offensive. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like. Right. It's not like you can watch it and be like, that sucked. Like, it's like, it's Charlie Brown. There's not really anything that's like bad about it. Well, but I have to say, uh, some of the language that the kids use, you're stupid. We hate you. They don't say we hate you. Well, you're stupid and blockhead and dumb. But blockhead means nothing. I know, but I'm not like, hey, you dumb moron and like grabbing him by the back of the head and like slapping him around. No, but uh, I don't know. You've ruined it, Charlie Brown. There you go. Try again, buddy. No, I mean, literally, they like, right. Like you've ruined it, Charlie Brown. You ruined Christmas. And it's like, yeah, I I, that's fair. Um, But he doesn't because then it's wonderful. Yeah. Well, we don't know that. Well, that part, that part is wonderful. <laughs> like, the play could be atrocious because it's put on by children. Well, right. But then they, they practice and then they all leave in the tree and everything. They're yeah. singing. But and they all sing the same way with their ooh. little mouths. Yeah. Ooh. But also, maybe I've just seen multiple Charlie Brown Christmases because I could have sworn there was more ice skating. It's just at the beginning. Right. I could have sworn there was more like anything. Like, I could have sworn that we see Snoopy dress up like an animal. Like, there's got... I know that there's other Charlie Brown Christmas things. I'm sure... Well, there's other Charlie Brown Christmas specials, or at least one... Yeah, because that DVD we had had another one on it. Oh, it's Christmas again, Charlie Brown. That's what I'm saying, is, is I know that there's multiple. Obviously, I know, I wanted to watch it, and you said no. Well, yeah, because I was like, no, I'm good. Um, But this... Yeah, I just... I could have sworn there was more to it. But then again, we've seen most of the Charlie Brown Christmas specials. Like, just Charlie Brown specials in general, we've seen most of them. Yes, because I love Charlie Brown. Charlie Brown is good. Yeah. So, how would you rate it? I mean, it's a buy it. Like, it's Charlie Brown. Like, it's it's good. It's enjoyable. It's, it does what it needs to do. It's a classic. Like, it's one of those movies that I think that if you... If you... Okay. If you want to gather a bunch of children or whatever... On Christmas Eve or Christmas Day or whatever, and watch a bunch of Disney uh, Christmas movies, and you want to keep it like short and like not just like drag on. Uh huh. You could do this. You could do those Rankin and Bass. You know what I mean? Because they're short. Right. They're enjoyable. They don't really have time to be boring. Right. Like there's not really enough. They're not long enough to be like, what is what? This sucks. Like it's quick to the point. Boom, 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 boom. Right. Yes. So well, good. Uh, it's funny when Schroeder plays piano, uh-huh. and he's like playing Jingle Bells, and uh, Lucy's like, "No, no, no!" Like Jingle Bells, like no. And he kind of plays it like lighter. She's like, "No, like Christmassy, like Jingle Bells." And he gets visibly upset, and he does it with one finger. It's like, "Ding, ding, 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 ding." ding. <laughs> you totally laughed. And because it, it's like because the pianos change. Right. When he's first playing, it's like a beautiful grand piano noise. And then it's kind of like a kid piano. Well, an older piano, like a like one of those stand up pianos. 
and then it's very clearly yeah like a children's like clink 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 that was funny that made me laugh yeah it did it was good i love it yeah. i could watch it every year speaking of watch it every year what's your movie why you look like that? Because it was not good. Um, it's called A Very Murray Christmas. Yes. It's a Bill Murray Christmas special. Came yes. out in 2017. 14. 14. 14. Well, maybe 15, you're right. Maybe I think. you're right. You're no, right. I think 15, actually. Yes. So it's basically kind of a throwback to the old, like the 70s variety kind of Christmas specials. So Bill Murray plays himself. But all the other people, because there's guest stars, mm-hmm. um, some guest stars don't play themselves and some guest stars play themselves. Yes. So basically, this is the story. Bill, okay, the piano player for Bill Murray, is that Paul? It's Paul Schaefer. Okay. He, yeah, man. Yeah, I just don't, yeah, he's getting old, but aren't we all? Yeah, but he's got the glasses. He always, yeah. He's always had those that like kind of cover his eyes. Hey, Paul Schaefer look like a turtle? Yes. Paul Schaefer looks like a little turtle. He kind of looks like Dana Carvey in that yes. turtle movie. What's yeah. that movie called? Master of Disguise. He looks like Dana Carvey in that turtle movie. Yes, he does. Like that's... Every day when I saw him, that's what I thought. Is that offensive? I um, mean, maybe to Paul Schaefer, but To like, say you look like a turtle, it could be. <laughs> yeah, well, specifically... Hello, Paul Schaefer. Nice to meet you. Do you know you look like a turtle? Well, well, Might be a little bit hurt his feelings. What I mean is specifically, you look like Dana Carvey in Master of Disguise when he's trying to join the cr- turtle club and he's dressed up like a big turtle. Like that, he looks like, because he even has like kind of a... Right, exactly. Paul Schaefer looks like a turtle. But I'm sure he's a very nice man. You think he's ever played a turtle? I bet, I bet he's been in an anime, because he's in all sorts of movies. He's in oh. He's in Hercules, the Disney animated Hercules. Huh. He's Hermes. Huh. I always thought that was Polly Shore. Huh. But he, I bet he's played a turtle. I don't know, you'll have to Google it. Has Paul Schaefer played a turtle? <laughs> yeah. Um, so Bill Murray's a little down. He's a little depressed because he's going to have this great big holiday special and nobody wants to come because there's a big storm and nobody can get in. And yes. And his producers who are Amy Poehler. Yes. And girl, I don't know. Did not know who that was. But I've, she's a grown up now. I've seen her in a lot of stuff when she was younger. I couldn't tell you who that was. So they're like, oh, it's going to be great. It's going to be fabulous. Everything's going to be fantastic. And it's mm-hmm. not because he's like trying to be all like Mr. Lounge Singer and there's nobody there. He doesn't want to do it. So, no, because he's like, there's nobody here. Yeah, it's like. He's and it's feeling, live. Yes, he's feeling down and upset about Christmas. And he doesn't want to do anything for Christmas because he's kind of upset with how it feels. And he doesn't like how it feels. And he's kind of thrust into doing this Christmas special that he doesn't really want to do. Which is kind of like your show. They're kind of the same. Yes. So then he starts to film it and I don't know, he stops right in the middle and then he goes, oh, he's going to go outside to the hotel Mm -hmm. and he runs into Chris Rock. Yeah. It's just so weird. It is weird. And then he pulls Chris Rock in to do a song. Yeah. And it sucks. It's, well, yeah, but I can't remember what song it is. Uh... Is it Do You Hear What I Hear? Yes, Do You Hear What I Hear. And then all of a sudden the power blows. <laughs> that was so funny. I laughed out loud at that. Yeah, because they're singing and just like... <laughs> and then the producers are like, oh, well, the power's out on the whole eastern seaboard, whatever that's called. The insurance will pay for it. Bye. And they well, all leave. Did you see the best part of that? I don't know. Power goes out and then you hear... And the, the door slam because it's Chris Rock dropping the mic, running away, opening the door and leaving. It's right. Because so they're funny. like, where's Chris? Where's Chris? Yeah. He's like, Chris? Rocky? <laughs> yeah. So then. Yes. 
I pulled up I pulled up the the song list. Yes. So if you forget a song, or we we can talk about each song. Because if you're like, what was that song? I have it. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Yes. So then, then he's like walking around the hotel, and then do the chefs start singing? Uh, the he sits down at the piano with Paul, and the waitress comes up. Right. And who is the waitress? The waitress is Jenny Lewis of Rilo Kylie. I don't know what that is. Her band. Oh yeah, she was really talented. She's super. She talented. has a great voice, and she so also she- has a, a solo career, and she's actually in Postal Service. Oh okay. Uh, she's the. In a couple of the songs, there's a female singer, and that's her. She's super talented. Yes, and she sings that song about the. It's the baby don't go song. Yeah, baby, it's cold outside. Baby, it's which cold is outside. Not a great song. Yeah, the music on here is not that great, and there's some it's good all sad. ones. Have you noticed that? Yeah, most it's of like, it's really sad. Yeah, and so then she sings a song, and with then him. with him, and then she has to go back to work. Mm-hmm. And then the chefs come out and they sing a song. And it's Phoenix, the Phoenix. band Phoenix. I don't know who that is. Yes, with Jason Schwartzman on drums. Yes, who I knew who he was. Is he mm-hmm. a musician? Yes, and yes, he's an actor and a musician. Oh, okay, so yeah, he's like a, I said. he's a Coppola maternally. Okay. Um, so Francis Ford Coppola is his uncle, and uh, Nicholas Cage is his cousin. I didn't know that Nicholas Cage was a, had Coppola ties. Yeah, we talked. I think we talked about that in uh, Peggy Sue Got Married. Oh, okay. Because so, he's in that, and that's like a Coppola movie, and I think he got that role because he's a Coppola. And that's good because I don't remember it, but that's okay. <laughs> I mean, I don't remember us talking about it, but that's fine. We talk about a lot of stuff I don't remember. Yeah. So then he's walking around, and he sees this very sad bride. Well, that was before, but yes. Oh, I'm sorry. It's fine. So there's a sad bride, and she was supposed to get married. And but nobody could come. It's Rashida Jones. Yes. I know who her dad is. Who's her? Quincy Jones. Yes. She's talented. She's very talented. And so, and then her groom is? Jason Schwartzman. Because that's when he's he sits Got down. He, she's like, he's at the bar. And then he sits down on the drums for the Phoenix song. Got it. So they can't get married. And it's very sad because nobody can come. And, and they got in a fight. And they got in a fight over something dumb. Don't mm-hmm. Isn't that really what all fights are about? Something dumb. And then we meet, oh my gosh, then in comes. Totally unexplained. I love it so much. unexplained. But I forgot her name. Maya Rudolph. Who, she, she can ham it better than no one else I've ever seen. She's so good. Maya Rudolph does not get enough credit. Right. And she sings. Uh, Maya Rudolph sings Christmas Baby Please Come Home, which is one of my favorite Christmas songs. I do love that one. But. Just like all the other stuff, it's kind of sad. There, are, yeah, it's all sad. So then everybody's singing, and then some. They're all drinking and kind of having fun because they couldn't have the wedding, but the food's all there, so they're just going to eat it all. And then this is the part I didn't understand. Okay, it's almost over, which I was like, thank goodness. Mm-hmm. And he falls on the piano. So they're like drinking. They sing a couple new songs. Uh, because Jason Schwartzman and Rashida Jones, who are not playing themselves, are playing characters. They fall back in love and and they get reengaged, and then uh, he like drunkenly falls asleep. Something I was like, did he die? Yeah, I thought he died, and I was yeah. like, what? It was weird. Then it becomes this total schlocky, completely Christmas happy. Snowy, beautiful women, backup ground singers. Big soundstage. Yes, yes, with the big band and all that stuff. And in comes Miley Cyrus singing um, 
with him singing sleigh ride sleigh ride i do like that song and george clooney is there and he is <laughs> making margaritas on paul shaver's piano yeah he's making drinks and then there's a song that they sing he and george clooney well then my bill murray's like let's get out of here we got to go do something and oh, Miley Cyrus, Cyrus sings sing silent, silent night, night which is fine okay can i tell you something yeah how did she get on that piano there's a step oh i didn't see the step mm-hmm. did you see her get up uh, I thought so. Why? I, her dress was so short. Did you notice that when Bill Murray picks her up, she pulls her dress down? Oh, I did not. It's her hands out of frame, but you can see her arm kind of move up and and like shoot down, like because he goes to pick her up because I'm sure it's planned. But she totally like pulls it back down. Yeah, I was just thinking, how could she gracefully get on that piano with that short little skirt she had on? Looked super cute. Yeah, I thought she looked cute with the little thing in her hair and her little fluffy shoes and look. All opinions about Miley Cyrus aside, she's talented. Yeah. She could sing. Yeah, Like, she it's a can. very good version of Silent Night. Yes. Yeah. She's, yes. Okay, and then Bill Murray and George Clooney sing Santa Wants Some Lovin'. Okay. <laughs> Again, not the, not the most Christmassy song that yes. I would choose for a Christmas special. Yes. But there is... So, because I'm like, why is George Clooney on this? I'm just wondering if he lost a bet. I think it's because they hate... Like, if, when Bill Murray calls you, you answer. Okay. And when Bill Murray's like, hey, I got this idea. Right. Like, we want you to we want you to be in the special, but, like, you don't really have to do anything. But we do have a role we want you to do. Well, yeah, because he's – George Clooney actually sings. Sort of. Sort of, yeah. It's kind of weird, and I can't even describe it well. So the song is Santa Claus Wants Some Lovin', and it's essentially just about a dad who wants to bonk his wife. Um, right. Which is, hey, you know, do what you got to do. That's what happens. Right. And so. At Christmas time. At Christmas time. But he's dressed up like Santa, I think. I don't know. But George Clooney's role is to stand behind a tree. Yes. Okay. And then every chorus, pop his head out at like a 45 degree angle and go, Santa Claus wants some love in. And then hide again. And then go to the other side of the tree. He then go to different trees. That's all George Clooney does. He does not really get out in front of the camera. Nope. It absolutely rules that you got George Clooney to do such a stupid thing. It was weird. I was like, okay. Oh, and Michael Sarah's in this at the very beginning, playing this agent who never comes back. A real slimy agent that wants Bill Murray to do something, and Bill Murray's like, go away. Yeah, and you think he's going to be important, and he's not? It's just like, so then, and then everything is happy, and he wakes up, and it's all good, and it's Christmassy, and life is great. Yes, and uh, Paul Schaefer is still in his apartment. Right. I know. I was like, okay. And I did think it was funny because at the end of the Santa Claus Wants Some Lovin' and the Miley Cyrus and George Clooney, there's this snow. And then the next scene that you see, the snow is actually like powdered sugar because the butler in this hotel is like pouring powdered sugar on pancakes or something. Yeah. So, um, yeah. (laughs) What'd you think? Not my favorite. Uh, Shame on you. This was a payback one, too. No, it wasn't. This yes, is fun. It's Bill Murray. I like Bill Murray. I know that you do. I don't like him as much Robert as you do. I got to meet him. and I'm, I'm, Like, that is something. That I, I remember when he sent you the picture. I was mad. Like, I was genuinely furious. Because, again, it's not anything my brother, like, not like my, my brother did anything bad. No. But I was just like, no, no, no. That's not supposed to be you. That's supposed to be me. That's me, right. Because he totally to be sent, because he went to the. Pebble Beach. Yeah, for the big celebrity. Yeah. P- and Robert wasted it. He wasted his opportunity. Bill Murray took a thing of brownies from somebody and then was passing them out to the crowd. 
and he offered my brother one and Robert said, no, thanks. And I was like, are you dumb? <laughs> oh, why would you say no? He goes, because I don't know what's in those. I go, <laughs> fair. But when Bill Murray offers you a brownie, you take it. You could throw it on the ground. I don't care. Because that way you can say, yeah, Bill Murray gave me a brownie. There you go. Well, this, yeah. And then Robert just sent you a picture of him walking by. And I was like, I looked at it and I'm like, yeah, it's an old man. It's Bill Murray. I was like, that's Bill Murray. He's like, yeah, I didn't get to take a picture with him, but I talked to him. I was like, I hate you. <laughs> you're, you're bad. Because Bill, he's just one of my comedy like icons. Like he's like right. in, the, in the Mount Rushmore of comedy to me. Bill Murray is right there. Like he's right, he's right up there. It's Bill Murray. Oof, yeah, I don't even know who else I would put up there, but like Bill Murray, Adam Sandler, like they, those. Oh yeah, a hundred percent Adam Sandler. Bill Murray, Adam Sandler, Chris Farley, Jim Carrey is probably the four. Wow. But then like Jim Carrey could maybe see, but then like maybe there's a fifth because John Candy should be up there too. Maybe because John Candy is like maybe. Yeah, I love so. Uh, so I would say skip this one. Throw in the trash. Mm, yeah, it's throw a Christmas in the special. trash. It's just F word. I know it's weird and there I don't understand why they had to make it you know maybe it was you know when Netflix was starting to do just beginning their original programming it wasn't. Ooh. yeah this is it's this, fun it's not it's kind of sad it's very pathetic <laughs> it made me feel bad for Bill Murray why I don't know I wanted to have him over for dinner or something oh I wish I would cry I know have you heard about all these stories with Bill Murray yes you've shown me every single one but that, there's that documentary I was watching too. That's on Netflix. Oh, okay. The Bill yeah. Murray stories, where uh -huh. there's three separate major stories, and it's like there's proof to them. But everyone has these stories of like, yeah, I was at a bar in Oklahoma at the bathroom, and some guy got way too close to me, and not in a weird way, but just way too close, and then laughed, and I turned over, and it was Bill Murray, and then he patted me on the shoulder, said, "Have a good night," and no one saw him ever again. Like no one even like no one saw him leave the bathroom. No one like it's just these weird like. Huh. And Bill Murray was there. And wow. But it all started with this like Bill Murray going, they'll never believe you. Like right. no one's ever going to believe you that this happened. That's why I just wish that I could have been there. Bill Murray gave me a brownie. There I don't care go. what's in it. I'll eat it. No, we're not. You could just say thank you and then chuck it over. Okay. So not the, gr well, yours was great. Yes. Um, mine, good. mine was mediocre <laughs> and that's okay. You know, again, payback to mom for making it's you watch. It's not payback. To make you watch Home Alone 4. And I think there was something else I made you watch that was bad. It's not payback. Okay. So should I do our... Do our spiel while I pull up our email. Oh, do we have an email? No, I mean like pull oh. it up to make sure. Domino's emailed us. <laughs> oh, unless they want us to... They want to sponsor us. I don't think we want to have anything. Yeah, I think we're good. We don't have any? No. Boop. All right. We have Facebook page. Uh, Kid Tested Mother approved on Facebook. We have a Twitter. KTMA Show at Twitter. We have a Discord. It's in the notes. And we had a message today. We did? Yep. Oh, I didn't look at it, but I probably should. Yeah, because I just, I just signed you up for something. So You what? You, you signed me up for something. <laughs> yeah. So I think it was. For something? We'll read it. You should read it because I thought it was kind of interesting. Where is it? It's um, at the theme suggestions. It was from Easy Sailor. Also for a Jane Austen week. No, no, no. Go up. Go up. Like uh, two. Compromise with Jane Austen versus Emma. No, no. Go up. Okay. I got kind of a weird one. I love that Hollywood. Slow down. Slow down. Okay. So I've got kind of a weird one. I love that Hollywood occasionally comes out with twin movies or movies that are ridiculously similar but made by different studios and come out close together. 
Deep Impact and Armageddon are a great example. But what about quadruplet movies? Okay. One of my favorite things in movie history is in 1998-1999, four separate movies all dealing with pretty much the same premise, but different takes came out. I would love to hear about Ruben and Don binging out and watching 13th Floor, Dark City, Existence, and The Matrix. Let me know where to send my money, Ruben. I'll mail you my kid's piggy bank. Okay, now go on to the next one. Great idea, but how about we watch four Jane Austen movies instead? That was for me. I said that. Compromise with Jane Austen versus Emily Bronte, Pride and Prejudice versus Wuthering Heights. Okay, so you, 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 Ruben will love it. Uh, no, I will not. I love that. The, I mean, there are so many. You know what? That is probably a theme that I've been trying to figure out how to do on this show. Right. Since day one. Because, like, how do you do when all, like, Deep Impact and Armageddon is a perfect example. Right. Another great one is in any Pixar movie and most DreamWorks movies. Right. Ants and Bugs Life. Right. Uh, Finding Nemo and Shark Tale. Right. Like they're very similar. They come out like one comes out and the other comes out. It has happened plenty of times. So many times. And there's a difference between those and like the Asylum movies that are like cheap knockoffs straight for TV. Like Transmorphers. Like those are trying to be Transformers. Right. But it's like these are like weirdly similar. Then it's like we could do a month of that where we just watch both. Okay. You know what I mean? Like like that to me works better as a month than as an episode. Right. But, and I would love to cap it off with that four where we just boom, 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 boom. Right. Well, and I had said that I would be interested in doing that because I don't think I've seen any of those. You've seen know- The Matrix? Nope. I think you've seen The Matrix. Nope. I think we watched it as kids. Let's try that again. Nope. I know you've seen Matrix too because we watched it and then they started bonking and you were like, we're not watching this anymore. And we were like, okay. Uh, yeah. I don't remember that, but that's okay. All right. So let's see. We have. We did all our. Emailed? No email. Okay. And then you can sponsor our podcast, patreon.com. You okay? Yeah. <laughs> you like totally like your energy died. Yeah. That's okay. I went back to work this week. Yeah. So I went from working at home. Yeah. And doing little emails to my students every day and my vid- video seesaw classroom circle times. Yeah. To 12 children, two teachers trying to be safe and clean and trying to get four-year-olds to be to um give each other space that's what i'm trying to call it in our classroom yeah and i'm honestly just kind of tired i already said that at the beginning of the episode so yeah i just kind of hit a a slow part but i'll be all right and then um so let me see what else i so merchandise t public yeah and what face masks on t public we got face masks they're there Oh, I want some. So you I'm can gonna... go to T Public and then you can there's a little if you click any of the things, you can see at the bottom I think that there's face mask options. I don't think all of them has fa- have face mask options. I think I only made them for a few, but they're there. Oh, I totally want one. Yeah. I can wear it to school, show everybody. That'd be fun. Except sometimes those cloth ones are hot. Yeah. I've noticed that. I tend to wear the paper ones because being in them so that my students do not have to wear masks. Yeah. But the teachers have to wear masks. All Weird. day long. Yeah. 8.15 to 5.15. Woof. It's hot. Yeah. So anyway, okay. Uh, what have you been... Hey, Ruben, have you been watching anything good? That is not what we say. I know, because it's weird what you say. What are you watching, buying, selling, reading, eating, smelling, tasting, looking at, okay, enjoying, you just viewing? Keep, okay, you just keep adding more. Anyway, hey, Ruben, yeah. what you been watching? Oh, boy. Okay. So, so, but let's talk about ours first. What do you mean? What do you and I have been watching together because we love. It's back, baby. The Twilight Zone Zone. What? I was going to do it. Okay, you do ruined it. it. Do it. Do, 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 do,
imagine a dimension. Yeah. No, let, no, let's hear it. No, that's all I know. No, let's hear it, Mom. No, that's seriously all I know. Because well, if you gave me the words, I could read it, but I only know. Because what's his name? Because because Rod Serling's like, imagine a world. Oh, yeah. See, like, he's like, picture, picture a world. He talks like this. He does. He has a weird. He talks with the front of his jaw. It's weird. So yeah. so the Twilight Zone. Twilight Zone Zone's back, baby. We're Why did you say Zone Zone? Because that's, that's what we did when we did it the first season. Okay. Our, the segment we did was the Twilight Zone Zone. Where we talked about each episode. Do you look? I remember this more than you do, and that's fine. I don't I, remember the Twilight Zone Zone. That's what we called it. Oh well, because it was good. a separate thing. It's Be- so good. Here's the problem. Okay. The first season was released episodically. Yes. So we could talk about it each week. Yes. This one, they were just like, you know what? Forget it. <laughs> we'll <laughs> give just, you all ten. They put the whole second season up. So we watched the first five. Yeah. Do we want to talk about the, uh, the all five tonight, or yes, do we want to separate? A, let's okay. talk about all five. Um, let me pull it up. Um, but so far, what are your thoughts on the first half of season two? Just general thoughts, not like episode, episode, but like. Because we'll do that a little do, bit. But do you like it? Do you dislike it? I what am liking it. I'm finding it a little bit more spooky this yes. time. Yes. And it all kind of, a couple of them are kind of not the same, but it's, it's I don't know. I, I, I'm liking it. And I also like that, what are they, 40 minutes? Yeah, they're about forty five minutes. Yeah, I like that, and and it's they're pretty good. I always like seeing who's going to be in them, because I swear I could be wrong, but I swear I saw John Hamm in one. In one of these, in the in the not the ones we watch, but I thought I saw his face. Uh, I do not see John Hamm on the collected list. Okay. Uh, I just saw somebody. That might be a spoiler. That's interesting. Okay. Uh, somebody who I believe was in the original season series, like the original original Twilight Zone. We'll talk about it. He must be 147 years old. Probably. Uh, he's pretty old. Let's let's talk about the first half, though. Okay. Okay. So how are we going to do this, Ruben? I'm going to say the episode title. I'm going to give the... Okay. I'm going to give most of the uh, little quick descriptions. They're mostly... This is so funny. They're mostly a couple sentence sentences. For some reason, episode five, four and five are literal paragraphs. Okay. Whereas... And they're the only two that have huge paragraph synopsis as opposed to... Boom, 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 boom. Right, because I don't want us to give too much away. We're not going to give anything away. We're not going to give anything away. Okay. Uh, episode one is called Meet in the Middle. It stars Jimmy Simpson, uh, Kristen Lemon, Mike Dupod, and Jillian Jacobs. Okay. Uh, while on a date, a bachelor hears the voice of a woman asking for his help. While thinking that he is going mad, he keeps hearing the same voices. He begins to suspect that it's the woman of his dreams. Yes. This was Burgess Meredith, Please Come Back, the episode. This was... Jimmy Simpson, 100% was Burgess Meredith. Now, I did not know who he was. Yes. He's a character actor. Okay. Because I... Just like Burgess Meredith. Right. Absolutely. Well, it was funny because anytime someone comes on the screen, I always say to you, who is that? Because you're like, I know who that is. Who is that guy? Yeah. Well, and because you're like, was it the first episode? I finally said to you, if you don't stop tapping me. Yeah. Because you just kept tapping me and tapping me and tapping me. And I'm like... And I think I was a little grumpy and I think I was hot. Yeah. And you just kept hitting me. Not hard, but it was like, hey, hey, did you hear that? And in your There's all, a lot of references. I was going to say, you're so good. You know so much about, I mean, I should know this because I don't know, yeah. I'm old, but, but just there's little nods and little references and that little, I still don't get. little like background things. Um, like the, in one of the, the cereal that Jimmy's pouring himself, it says like can, can, can a crunch or something. And it's the alien from To Serve Man on it as like a as like a, lo- a cereal logo. Huh. And I was like, oh, that's fun. Uh, 
one, there's a reference to a later episode when there's a TV shown and it's the Whipple sleep thing is being shown on. It's the next episode. It's on the commercial. Oh. Remember when that TV show? I'm like, what is that? Yeah. It's the it's the commercial that she sees in she sees in episode two. Oh, got it. OK. Um, Like if you don't know what the Twilight Zone is. Check it, it out. It's an anthology series. There's no real connection. There's fun nods, but there's not like this character is going to show up. And you know what I mean? There, there's right. no. It it's not like a Marvel thing where they're building a universe. It is all just fun nods. Well, yeah, and the Twilight Zone originally was a series on for I don't know how long it was on four for or five, four or five years seasons seasons, um in the sixties black and white. Yeah. So this is color done by Jordan Peele, executive producing, and he's the narrator. Yes, he's great. Okay, I could totally do his job. No way. Yes, I could. Executive produce the show or the narrator? No, the narrator. Here, no, no. Yeah, give re- me something. I'll read it. I'd be so good as the t- Twilight Zone narrator. No, it would, it would be so weird because you'd get... No, I wouldn't because I would use my different voice. Because I have a different voice. I wouldn't <laughs> yeah. use my preschool teacher voice. I'd but use it'd be my... like, guys like, oh, I can't read. My glasses are gone. I'd be like, look at him. Look at how sad he is. I feel kind of bad for him. No, that's my preschool teacher voice. I have a grown-up voice too. You've, I've never heard it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, let's see. So... So this this is season two. Now here's the da- here I think is the really bad thing. Okay, it's only available on CBS All Access, <sighs> which I, I don't know how many people. I, here's what I want to do: mm-hmm. if you're listening to us, first of all, thank you. Yes. And second of all, if you're listening to us and you have CBS All Access, will you let us know? Because I don't think anybody of our listeners would have it. No one has it. I mean, I we mean, have it long so enough to watch Twilight Zone and then we cancel it because it's yeah. not important. Okay, I want you to read the season one main intro. Okay, okay. I got it right there. This is the original season one. This is the Rod Serling season one. He changed it up per season, and I'm sure that Jordan Peele's is also different. So go for it. There is a fifth dimension beyond that which is known to man. It is a dimension as vast as space and as timeless as infinity. It is the middle ground between light and shadow, between science and superstition, and it lies between the pit of man's fear and the summit of his knowledge. This is the dimension of imagination. It is an area which we call the Twilight Zone. Wasn't that good? That's when I come into the background and I do a little dance. Yeah, but wasn't that good? That was fine. That was good. <laughs> you can give it up. That was good, Mom. That was good. Here's the thing. Here's okay. what I'm going to campaign for. Jordan Peele. I know okay. you're not listening. Okay. He might be. He, mm, he's probably not. Please. Please, Jordan Peele. Please. Let us be in the background at season three or season four. But yeah, but just, I don't need to, I don't want to be, I don't want to talk. Right. I don't want anything. I want you and me to be in the background at a restaurant. It's just so it could be just, just, just. There's a bu- there's some scene going on in the front like when right. Jimmy Simpson's like screaming about nothing in the front. Yeah, just off in the distance, it's just Ruben and Mom <laughs> eating breadsticks or something. Yeah, I know, but I, uh, one of us would do, kind of do like this. <laughs> you know, we're just like just like a little little tiny hey, nod to the camera. Could you guys stop looking at the camera? I mean, well, I have like eight breadsticks in my mouth, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm just eating free breadsticks. No, like, those aren't real. Those are plastic. Yeah, put them down. So it's good. Okay, so what should we talk about with with season with episode one then? Okay, so. Because uh, we're not going to give too much away. Not giving too much away. What did you think of the acting? Fabulous. What did you think of the story? Scary. Did it feel like classic Twilight Zone? Yes. 100%. Uh, like we, you said, I could totally see this is, Burgess Meredith. And if you guys don't know who Burgess Meredith is, Meredith. Mm-hmm. First of all, some of you might know, he played the coach in Rocky. The old, the trainer guy. Yeah, he's also the penguin in the Batman 60s show. Yeah, but 
Uh, people, I, people know that. Okay. So anyway, eh. he's fantastic. Look Huge him up. Huge character actor. Yeah. So um, great. One thing I've noticed, too, we were only in the first five episodes of this season. I yes. really feel like this one kind of feels more like the classic Twilight Zone, which, like we said, is a bummer that it's on CBS All Access because no one's going to watch this. Yeah, I don't think so. Like, and it makes like, me sad. CBS All Access is just putting all their eggs in the, the Star Trek basket. And, like, here's the thing. Great that you have 8,000 different Star Trek shows that are only available on CBS All Access. But guess what? No one cares. Like, like, like right. the Star Trek fans care. Right. But no one else is going to go, oh, I can watch eight different Star Treks and also The Good Wife or whatever that's called. and Star- The Good Fight and the- all of The Amazing Race and Survivor. But, but like, yeah. wanna, like, those are so niche. Like someone should just buy it or they should just collapse it and put it somewhere. Put it to Hulu. Put it all on Hulu because it's just, I, I, it's so good. The Twilight Zone is so good and it is wasted on CBS All Access. I agree. And that's, I was afraid that we weren't going to get a second season. And I, when when you kind of pounced in our room and you were like, it's a second season. I was like, and it comes out in like next week. Uh. Right. We, I know. At first I thought there was like some emergency or something because you're like shouting my name running down the hall. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I, I'm worried if it won't get a third because I feel like in the Who's first. Who's watching it? Just us. Yeah. Well, the first season, I felt like when you went online, there was like breakdowns of each episode. There's like nothing of this season Mm. and so it's like it means like even like reviewers and like big like ign and those people who do these like let's break down and look at all easter eggs they're not even watching it so it's like (sighs) okay they need to move it to hulu yes or netflix yes 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 okay so jordan peele we know you're listening can you switch it please and then let ruben and i be in it for a second just yeah just in the background no, or, like, or, like, or let me read it again because it was good. No, you're not going to be the narrator. <laughs> yeah, it just cuts to you as the narrator and Jordan feels just like in the distance, like like you hear him like, wait, it, wait, that's my line. <laughs> like, just but kidding. Like, but that's, I would love to just be, just so, just so quote unquote, we are part of Twilight Zone canon. Right. So there's like, in this universe of Twilight Zone, there is a Don and Ruben out there who are just that's are right. sitting eating breadsticks. <laughs> there you go. So okay. if you had to give episode one, mm-hmm. we're just going to do, because we're not going to talk about it too much. Thumbs up. Thumbs sideways, thumbs down. Can yeah. we do that? Do you think that's yeah. a fair rating? I'm trying to think of a more Twilight Zoney rating, but yes. <laughs> One eyeball, two eyeballs, or three eyeballs? Because you know, in the Twilight Zone, in in yeah, the original, I, you know, I was thinking eyeballs, but I was also thinking broken glasses could be a thing. Yeah, because you love Burgess Meredith, so anything that you well, can. I was just trying to think of a negative thing and a positive thing, but there's not like a very positive. How right. many talking Tinas do you give this? Ooh. How many talking Tinas? I don't like talking Tina. I don't want to rate it that way. Okay, how many floating eyeballs? Three. Three flip three out of three? Yeah. Let's say three is the max. Three floating eyeballs. Yeah. This was great. It was so good and scary and creepy. Yes. And but, great acting. But in a good way. Yes. In a good way. Yes. Not gross creepy. No. And the when it ended, oh man. The flips that it did when it ended. Because at first you're like, oh crap. And then you're like, oh crap. And then you're like, whoa. Right. Like, it does that like three or four times at the end. It just boom, boom, boom. And again, boom. this episode is forty five minutes. It's quite a journey. Yes. Okay. Episode two is called Downtime. Yeah. Uh, a woman just got promoted to hotel manager and finds everyone in her city suddenly going still. Pretty good. Okay, that's Quick good. synopsis. Uh, this one was good. Not as good as episode one. And I think that if this was episode one, it probably would have not as done. Like, I probably wouldn't have been as ready for it, in my opinion. Right. This kind of reminds me of season one, where episode one was that really good one. And then it was the comedian. Episode yes. two was kind of the callback episode. This really did feel more like... It's weird, because the first one really felt like a callback. 
and like all the references, this straight felt like they could have done this. Yes. Like with the exception of the modern technology, this really feels like they they almost just lifted a script and repurposed it. Right. And I'm always asking you that too. Is this Mm. an old script? No. This is written by Jordan Peele though. Oh, so I did like it. Yeah. I didn't quite, I still don't understand it. It's kind of weird. And you can't explain it to me because we're not going to do that. You can explain to me off off air, whatever we say. Yeah. So um, how many eyeballs would you give that one? Uh, Three. Uh, Wait, it's out of three? That's out of three. Can we make it out of five and can I give the first one five? Yes. I'd give this one a three or four, maybe three and a half eyeballs. Yeah, that's, I would say, because I was going to, yeah, I would say three eyeballs. Yeah, it, this was, it was right good. This yeah, it was terrible. good. Uh uh-uh. uh. It was kind of. I thought Tony Hale was so funny because he. I love when they. Twilight Zone, the reboot or whatever you want to call this new Twilight Zone, loves to get comedic actors in non comedic parts. Right. He is great in a non comedic role. Tony Hale, the guy at the very end, who's like, hello, I'm this. I'm this very specific role. And oh, I'm dressed up like this. yeah, yeah. I like, and he I was like him. So good. I don't and know. Tony Hale rules. Like, Tony Hale is just a very good actor. But yes, so that so downtime. I know I said that like that this feels more like a class episode, but I would say so far they both have felt classic. Right. So, so out of because f- we're gonna say five eyeballs. Five is, five is better. Five is better. So I say three and a half. Okay, I'd say three. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Okay. Okay. So episode, episode three, three is called the Who of You. The Who of You. Okay. Okay. And I, I'm just gonna read the whole thing because the the synopsis is not a spoiler. You know what I mean? Like it's the plot of the episode. It's not a surprise that this thing happens. But what, what happens with it is this, this. You think no? You think no? Okay. I'm going to read the first half. Read like, yeah. Only a, a couple struggling sentences. actor goes to the bank to prepare for. Okay. A struggling actor goes to the bank to prepare for a bank robbery role. And then something happens. Right. But that's not true. Kind of. That's not why he goes to the bank. Well, he's he's auditioning for that. And then he goes to. Oh, like, I missed he's, he's auditioning that. for a cop and then he goes and he does want to steal the money. Or Got whatever. it. I missed um, that part. That uh, this episode is 100% classic. Yes. This rules. It's very good. This was so much fun. This episode was amazing. And let me tell you. So Ethan Embry, Embry. is the lead on this one. I remember him when he was much younger. Yeah. Now he again, I always say this like everybody. He's grown up. He's yeah. an adult fan. Fantastic. Oh my gosh, this episode was amazing. Actor. Um, and then the actor who plays the police officer, I don't know his name. It doesn't matter if you tell me his name because I'm not I'm gonna be like, yeah, okay, whatever. I believe it is this guy. Let me make sure it's Daniel Sunjata. Probably. Okay, yeah, yeah, I've seen him in a couple He's of rescue me. Okay, that's not what I saw him in. Okay. I saw him in something else because I recognized him right away. Fantastic. Showed what a great actor he was. Oh, he ruled. So this one is a five eyeball. This is five eyeball. Yeah. So we've got a five, a three. Well, for me, a five, a three and a half and a five. And you've got a five, a three, a five. Yes. This, okay. Because multiple people are really stretching themselves as an actor. It is Abs- very hard to not give away right. when I say that. But this episode was so cool. Billy Porter absolutely ruled because he showed up and if you're a big twilight zone fan you kind of assume the kind of character he's gonna be right and, and he's, then not. he's not right and it ruled it's good it, it's like it was a oh. really really good episode oh and there was a twist and it's a good twist and it like oh this this was a good one okay this is where where it's gonna get a little crazy okay because this episode four is the one that has like a paragraph so i'm gonna try and figure it out it's called ovation so can I? I'll just stop you when I think that's good enough. Okay. Because no? uh, I don't. Well, remember. out the gate is the spoiler. The first thing that happens is the spoiler. 
there's a pop there's a music there's a street <gasps> musician yes. and she wants to be bigger than she is and yes. she's just trying to be bigger and maybe fame gets too much. Yes. I think that's the it's very it's very difficult to summarize this one because there's a lot going on in it. Ooh, this was a lot. Again, another these are all very classic. Yes, it definitely was a classic Twilight, again with the five eyeballs for me. Really? Yes. Yeah, I would say I so. I love this one. In uh, fact, I even, we were doing something, we were having trouble with the computer, and you're like, hold on, Mom, and I'm sitting here. And you just start and doing then, a thing. Yeah, yeah, I just start doing it, and then at first you were like, okay, so you didn't really catch it, and then you're like, okay, stop that. It's creepy. It's creepy. You're, stop it, Mom. Um, that, that episode, yeah. That episode of the when when something starts to happen at the end and I call it and I'm like this what is this what is this what is and when the reveal and I was right I wasn't disappointed right exactly you know what I mean? it's still like oh yes because it's like perfect right and the the woman who plays the main actor on mm. this one she was also a kid star because I said she's I, all grown up yeah well I recognize I didn't recognize her at first it was her name yes Journey Smollett yes. And I just recognized the name. So then I had to Google and look at pictures of when she was younger. Mm-hmm. All right. Number five. We give that one a five. So, so far. Five eyeballs. Five, th- th- five, average to three, five, five. Mm-hmm. Episode five. Okay. Is called. I don't remember. Oh, you will. It's called Among the Untrodden. And this is where like a, there's like a, it's a high school. It's set in an all girls high school. Oh. Okay. Okay, so you didn't like this one. I thought Mm-mm. this one was amazing. So this one, okay. Also though, it's set in a high school, and Jordan Peele is always there doing the narration, mm-hmm. which I didn't like his end narration in uh, the last episode, but it still ruled. Right, absolutely, because it, it kind like, of worked. There was even one I can't remember what episode, and I don't mean to interrupt you, but I, I'm like, wait, he forgot to do it. He didn't really do anything. Yeah, like his narration was like, "This is a man. He lives in a world." All right, goodbye. And you're like, wait, what? Like, um. But I think it was episode two where his it's very vague. Yes. And you're like, uh, there's not really anything that you gave. Like Normally, it kind of gives you a little bit of a push. But there wasn't really a push. It was just like, look at this lady. She works at a hotel. All right, got to catch a bus. Her life is not what she thinks it is. Yeah, bye. <laughs> and you're like, uh, okay. So, all right. So now we're on down the untrodden. Untrodden. Uh, teenage girl gets transferred to a new school. And she's kind of weird. And she doesn't own a brush. She doesn't own a brush. And she becomes friends with. Okay. I'm sorry, I shouldn't, girls. hold on, I shouldn't have said that because she does own a brush. She becomes friends with one of the popular girls, and that's it. That's all I'm going to say. Okay, gotta be careful. Okay, also we did not reference this enough. Yes. This, while feeling like classic Twilight Zone, it also really feels like this season is he- heavily kind of influenced by Stephen King. It does, because you kept saying, oh, this reminds me of this, and this reminds well, even, me of that. Even the hotel episode, uh, I already forgot what it's called, the downtime felt like it had a couple of the shining references right where this one feels like carrie yes and and i love i love 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 that you think it is gonna be carrie you kept saying it's carrie it's carrie it's and then carrie there's a thing because they knew they knew that someone's gonna go it's carrie it's carrie it's carrie it's carrie and then something happens you go called it and then they're like nope idiot we got you you fell in our little trappy little rat boy get in the <laughs> trap idiot here's the cheese dummy <laughs> like, oh no i'm stuck Yes, I didn't like this one as much. I love this one. It was too scary. Oh, the reveal was so good, though. Again, yeah, I didn't like it. Two eyeballs. A five. Ooh. I thought the reveal... This had... I want to say this was the best reveal. It was pretty good. Still, that was another one that I'm like, wait, what? I loved it. Yeah. So, yeah, we're really... You can tell we're really enjoying it. It's so much fun. Absolutely. I'm sure that there will be an episode or two that we're both like, eh. 
but I think overall it's pretty good. It's I think it's been a little bit better than season one. I'm I would just, agree with that. I'm just afraid. I'm just sad that nobody's going to watch it. I hope it gets better. I hope it does too. We still have five more to watch. Yeah. Six, I, seven, eight, nine, and ten. Yeah. I mean, it's averaging, what, four? Five eyeballs. Well, that's what I mean. Like, like yeah. we've only given two episodes out of the five we watch and not five eyeballs. You've given two. I've given one, not five. Right. Exactly. All right. What else are you watching? Um. Oh, boy. Okay. So we did it. I started watching Unsolved Mysteries on Netflix. Uh-huh. It's like true stories about like crimes that went unsolved. Look, I get it, but like <laughs> every episode is like, hello, I'm a normal man. Here's the thing that happened to me. My best friend went missing. And then they're like, okay. And it's either this or one other thing where they're like, everyone's like, yeah, we couldn't find the man. He went missing. The normal man, like our friend went missing. Our husband went missing. Our brother went missing. Uh, his best friend declined to comment to everybody and didn't talk to the police and didn't. It was declined an interview for this documentary. So anyway... And it's like, hey, I have a question. <laughs> Maybe it's the guy who doesn't want to talk to the police. Ex- Maybe he has something to do with it. Because they even like skew it that way. Where like they moved out to see him and work at his job and blah, blah. And it's like, yeah, but he didn't want to talk to anyone when he when this other guy went missing. And it's like, Maybe you should do more than like, hey, we wouldn't like to talk to you. Like it seems pretty obvious he did something. But there's also another episode where it's like, my mom went missing. And everyone's like, oh, yeah, she was really nice. She was really nice. And then there's like, I'm a weirdo. And it's like, yeah, you should probably investigate the guy who is clearly a weirdo. Like, who's like, this documentary does not, in my opinion, do a good job at not making someone look innocent. Okay. Like, like, like it kind of like skews it to like the one weird person. You're like, uh, they clearly did it. Right. Like, why are they not in jail? Like, it's like, they huh. were weird. I'm okay. So the first three or four episodes. It's will fine. you watch it more? Maybe. Okay. I know it does get weirder. Like, they mostly have been about murders or people going missing. I do believe there's an alien one, so. Okay. Whatever. Um, also, been watching <laughs> on Quibi. <laughs> Quibi won't exist uh, in three months. Okay. I, I call it. Uh, so I hope this ends up somewhere. Um, if you want, get the seven-day free trial for Quibi only to watch this one thing. Okay. Okay. The Princess Bride remake. It is funny. And here's what I mean by that. Because everyone's like, they can't remake Princess Bride. Don't remake Princess Bride. Blah, 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 blah. It's hysterical. It is not what you think it is. It is a home. It's called Home Movies, The Princess Bride. And it's directed by Jason Reitman, who is son of Ivan Reitman, who used to do these live reads. Where you take these you know, iconic scripts and have people read them, like famous actors. But it was like old scripts and then modern actors would read them and it's fun. And they did a Princess Bride and blah, 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 blah. But this one rules because every each episode is like five to six minutes, and there's ten parts of it. But each one, there's like eight different actors playing all the different roles because it's all filmed at home, so they splice it all together. You have things like Patton Oswalt as Vicini. You have Jason Segel as uh, Fezzik. You have Jack Black as uh, Wesley. You have Tom Lennon as Prince Humperdinck. There's... Tiffany Haddish and Common as uh, Buttercup and Wesley. It's very good. It's very right. fun. And you see several dogs. A bunch of dogs. And some children. And Legos. Yes, lots and of Legos, lots of Legos. Lots of children, lots of stuffed animals. Jennifer Garner is in it, and she plays Buttercup, and she also plays the old lady who screams at Buttercup. <gasps> oh, my gosh. That, uh, so that's my favorite. Absolute boo. boo. Yeah. So she plays both of those characters. It's very fun. Oh, I haven't seen that one. Um. That's what I said. It's very fun. I would love more of these. It's dumb. It doesn't mean anything. It's not a remake because people are like, remaking Princess Bride. Ah. This is so different. Right. This, this is, is just fun. fun. 
There's nothing wrong with this. I think this is enjoyable. They've had Adam Sandler play the grandpa. J.K. Simmons play the grandpa. Uh, Giancarlo Esposito played the grandpa. And Sarah Silverman plays the grandpa, the newest one. Oh, that's funny. And she's dressed up like Peter Falk, and she has a mustache and hair, and she like even does the voice. This is the thing. It's so much fun. I don't know what else I could do it with that's really like this easy right. to do. Right. Maybe like Ghostbusters. You know what I mean? But then even Ghostbusters has downtime. Like Princess Bride doesn't really have downtime. Right. It just always keeps going. It's very fun. It's it's just, it's a fun movie. It's fun remake. I would love to watch it all together. Um, I'm sure someone's going to download watch the whole thing. Because you don't, you know. It's, it's, it's good. It's fun. I, you always have been showing it to me. Yeah, because it's something we like to watch. Right. So I've been watching lots of stuff, but um, nothing that's really like, oh, yeah. The only thing, and I don't know if we've mentioned this before, so if we have, Ruben, stop me. I like Kobe Eats. That's what it's called on Facebook, and it's Chef Baby. Is it Chef Kobe? Yeah, his name is Chef Kobe. He's a baby. He is a baby. He's one. And they're just, and basically, so have we talked about it before? I don't think we've talked about Chef Kobe. So I love it. They're just a few minute videos and it's basically started out, I think, on Instagram. On or... Instagram, it's Kobe underscore YN and then it's Kobe Eats. Right. Because I get it on Facebook at Kobe Eats. But it's little videos and they started out. He's got like a million followers or some crazy thing. He is 2.4. 2.4 million? Mm-hmm. Because he's adorable. Uh, the The daytime Today Show, Good Morning America, all those have talked about him. That's where I saw him. And first of all, as a preschool teacher... Love this little boy because he's adorable. And so the mom started out showing, I don't know, put it on YouTube, put it on Instagram. I don't know what she put it on, but it wasn't for the entire world. It was for yeah. her family to see him, how much he loves to cook. And he's one. He's impressively good. at. Like he's got some great eye hand coordination going on. And so they, she cooks with him and you see like her hand helping him sometimes, but he's so cute because he's one. I think he's probably, I'm going to guess, a year and a half now. I think he's he's, a, I don't think he's one. Oh, no. It says he's, he's a one-year-old chef. Oh. Yeah, he's, yeah, because I thought he was a little bit older. But he's a, he's a, not in a bad way, but he's a big boy. He's, he's yeah. a good-sized little boy. But it's so cute because now he's starting to talk. Yes. So, like, there was something that they were cooking, and he kept going, hot, 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 hot. And he was, like, blowing on it to make it. <laughs> yeah, he was blowing on it. And then he loves cheese. So when cheese shoves it, it goes, cheese, cheese, Yeah, and then shoves it. That's the best part is he'll eat stuff. I mean, and she lets him. She's literally right. You can see her arm. Yeah. There's been a couple times she's taken things out of his mouth. But most of the time, she just lets him because it's not anything terrible. Yeah, he's um, learning. Yeah, and he's eating and he's discovering. And my favorite part is when he doesn't like it and he throws it in the bowl. It's he puts like, it back. Yeah, he's like, ooh, no, not that. Was it a lemon or something that he kind of like goes for? And he's like, ooh. And he and then, yeah, there's been a couple of things that he'll put in his mouth and then he'll. it's onion maybe? Onion, he went, no. And he made a face. It was like, ooh. So such cute. So look for it on Instagram. Look at it Facebook. Just a cute little couple of minutes every day yeah. to make you laugh. And she's just cooking with him. And, and there's like music and then it's him talking and but, but not he's, really. he's not talking. He's just. But that's cute. And for the, another cute episode is um, it's their dog Kevin's birthday. Seventh birthday. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the music is happy birthday to you instrumental. Yeah. And it's got like peanut butter and pumpkin and, and stuff. And at one point, Kobe turns and like basically gives the can of pumpkin to the dog. He turns the can of pumpkin on Kevin. And, and Kevin is like, like looking at it. 
Kobe pulls it back to himself and he licks the inside of the can. Yeah, and then they lick each other. I mean, the dog is licking him and yeah. it's just, and he wears his cute little hat. And yeah. the end of the video is always him eating what they made. Yes. So, and I also love, mm-hmm. that's it. we said cheese, we said hot, is when the mom is scooping balls of something like cookies or whatever, he always goes, go, 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 go. Yeah, I don't know what he's saying. Go. He wants her to keep going. He's like, go, 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 go. go. That's what I I assumed that he was saying. So check that out. All right. Anything else? I thought he was saying dough because he thinks it's cookie dough. Oh, could be. I Could be. I was thinking he was telling her to hurry up because he's (laughs) hungry. (laughs) Well, they they cut all the parts where he looks at her and is like, what do you think this is? This is garbage. Yeah, throws it away. And then he always, whenever the mom puts like a cookie sheet with the wax paper he, he always it. takes it and pulls it up and then just pounds on the cookie sheet it's just he has such joy and it's so, so it's just yeah, it's, fun it's awesome. to watch it's sweet it's just it's so it's cute a baby and i love when he crawls across the table and gets really close to the camera it's like He's hello a, yeah he hello cute little baby all right so what else i think that's it yeah i don't think let's see watching titan games watching a little show that i found on hulu called i think we did talk about worth it last yeah. week you were watching something on netflix that you were like i don't want to talk about that and then i was like you can talk about it you're like it's weird because i'm a 54 year old woman watching it and i'm like it's weird if i watch it because i think that you grew up with it so i don't think it's weird that you watch it so i kind of grew up with it when the i was in, when i was in college yeah i took a class called children's lit because hello i wanted to be a teacher so i had to take a class called children's lit and the the whole premise of the class was to build yourself a collection of children's books for your classroom or for whatever. So picture books, all this. There was a series by Anne B. Martin, I think. Sure. And it was called Babysitter's Club. Yeah. So um, one year for Christmas, I got quite a bit of that series. My, yeah. my parents got it for Christmas so I could have my own set. Loved it because you never know what age group you're going to teach. And I really liked it. So now Netflix just brought out Babysitter's Club. Yeah. It's more modern. Yeah, of course, it has to be. A lot more modern. Oh, yeah? and But it's really good. They it's, do murder a person. That no, is, they that do That is not. crazy in the first episode. You just see they pull a gun on a guy. You're just like, help, help. And they're like, no one can save you from the babysitter's club. And they no. shoot him in the back of the head, and it shows everything. No, so the it's- the theme song's like, babysitter's club. I believe that is the theme song from the original show in the 90s where it's like, say something to your friends, babysitter's club. It kind of sounds like it. So it's pretty good. The episodes are like 25 minutes. Yeah. Um, it's just different. It's definitely different than the shows. Yeah. Each episode. Oh, murder. No, there's no murder. Each. Do they solve mysteries? This isn't a joke. No. I could have sworn they solved the mysteries. Are they not? A- no. They babysit. You know what? what? I'm thinking of something completely different. Did the boxcar children solve mysteries? No, but the Bobsy twins did. Yeah, yeah, but the boxcar children, were they homeless? They lived in a boxcar? So, yes. So, no. I mean, that's they not They lived a, in a boxcar? That's not really a home. It's like... No, I think it just was a boxcar. I don't. I never read them. Oh. But I think it was a boxcar that was in a boxcar, and that's what they lived in. It wasn't like they were hobos or anything. Um. Anyway, so that's it. It was okay. good. So, they're 24 minutes, and they're fine. Yeah, it's fine. Okay. What's the theme for next week, Ruben? It's Christmas Carol. <laughs> no. Yeah, it is. Oh, <laughs> there's a Hallmark movie called It's Christmas Carol. I know. So. But it's funny that, yeah, it's Christmas Carol. It's literally versions of the Christmas Carol. Yes. Because it's a very overdone movie, and we're going to do two weeks of Christmas in July. Because it's fun. 
It is fun. And but but it's a very popular. So we're gonna do Christmas Carol. So yeah. I'm gonna give you two choices. Okay. Uh, you give me mine first. <laughs> uh, 1992 or. Okay. 2000 and I forgot. 